previously on Adequately Advanced Magic. The rat bursts through, comes through the hole. Herkir simply extends his hand, a puff of poisonous gas shoots forth into the face of the rat, which squeals and curls up into a ball and dies. They put Audrey into a police vehicle, which begins to float off the ground. And then with a big gust of wind, they drive off. We have to help her. Well, should we take a look at Audrey's Magitech? I'm sure she'd be okay with us using it if it's to get her out of there. There is a little note for you guys, and it says, insert Magitech here, press switch. You hit the switch, and the paper doubles in size. I take it over to the magnifying glass lens thing she had before. It says 555 Artorias Street, comma, Cantaloon. James comes back and he says, yeah, as you guys head out, just be careful. The uh, the fastest way to get to the, the station takes you through some, some goblin territory. Welcome to Falcon's Reach, a city in which magic is technology. You're listening to Adequately Advanced Magic. A light fog rolls into the city, and within the narrow corridors that the three of you are traveling in, it almost feels like you're being smothered. Either that, or we've definitely got a bonus of stealth. <laughs> the three of you head into the fog of West Avaria, making your way toward the police substation where Audrey is supposedly being held. As we get closer, I definitely want to uh, be stealthy. Okay, yeah, go and roll a stealth check. I will also attempt to be stealthy, seeing taking the lead from her care. I got an 18. Nice. Ooh, 13? I got 22. Natural 20 plus wow. 2. Wow, so sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky. <laughs> we can't even see Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the three of you uh, head through these corridors, and occasionally you, like, occasionally you accidentally sneak up on people <laughs> who are just minding their own businesses. Boo. Do we just kind of, like, snake by them, kind of squirm and, like, wiggle our way? And they don't see us. Yeah. <laughs> At least one person is like, what was that? <laughs> Rather suddenly, you find yourself in front of a neighborhood gate, not unsimilar to the one in the Calamante neighborhood. But this one has a crudely constructed structure made from sheet metal and random chunks of concrete. A large, badly welded knife sculpture sits on top of the gate, and it's just painted this really nasty shade of red. Ooh. Below that, you see a sign that says, We Nark South. We Nark South? Yeah. Is that spelled how I think it is? Yeah. W-E-E-N-A-R-K. Okay. We Nark South. Oh. Yeah, I totally thought it was like, We Nark South. Yeah, that's what I heard too. Uh, yeah, it was W-E and then space N-A-R-C. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> South. I was like, huh? <laughs> what? Okay, okay. We random random neighborhood generator is so on point. 
And you said there's a red skull? Is that what I heard? Knife. Knife, okay. Knife or knight? Knife. Knife. Okay, I heard knife. I thought knight, because a knife sculpture seems odd, but okay, maybe they're very militant. What is what is a knight sculpture? Like, you know, like, like a, a bust. Like a like uh you know with like a, a know, suit, suit of armor, of armor. Oh, yeah yeah okay yeah. i was thinking the other night <laughs> so this is a van gogh painting <laughs> how, sculpture how do you yeah how do you create a how do you create a painting that captures the essence of night oh, no not a canio sculpture <laughs> oh man <laughs> so i'm saying possibilities. Is, you're possibly the first dm playing a fantasy role-playing game not to think of a knight right away <laughs> Once again, the Avantist guard strikes again. <laughs> do we need to go into this neighborhood, or is it just on the way? Uh, go ahead and do a survival check. 21. Yeah, you pull out the map to see if you need to go through this neighborhood, and in fact you do. This neighborhood is in the shape of a thin rectangle. An alleyway leading from this gate connects to the other side and toward your destination. The only problem is there's at least three goblins guarding the gate in front of you. All of them are wearing tracksuits. <laughs> Russian <laughs> goblins. Do do the goblins see us? I'll say no, not yet. Yeah, not yet. yeah. We'll say that with your stealth check that you're the three of you are sort of peering around the corner and looking at them. All right. So the the rectangle is it set up like long ways in front of us or like it's a thin gap or is it we have to go through a long narrow corridor the way you're looking at it the neighborhood's very wide okay so it wouldn't take as long to cross it mm. theoretically yeah this point is appears to be the quickest way through otherwise you might have to swing gotcha. around and do some crazy shit what, what do you guys think i don't, don't want to mess with goblins right before we have to go potentially do other things also dangerous yeah, say say Hercule on the map. Is there is there a way around this gate that we could take? I mean, we're already she's already in prison, you know. Right, but there. I mean, we don't know when they might take her out. But yeah, Joey. Yep. I look at the map. Are there alternate routes? Do another survival check. Map reading check. <laughs> Nine. That was less good. <laughs> but not a one. True. Yes. You got your one out. <laughs> Okay, so you don't see any routes that would be as fast as this one, that's for sure. Okay, the real question is, can we talk our way through? Oh, maybe? What do we know about goblin-held, or what does Herc here know about? I assume I assume it's a goblin neighborhood, and those aren't, like, mixed race usually, or something. I don't know. How does this work? In a neighborhood like this, they, the goblins being the tricky bastards that they are, have set up essentially a, a toll to pass through. Uh, okay. Are goblins friends of the police? I think they're their own. Like, could we say that, like, I don't know, some big goblin sent us on a mission to the police headquarters, so you gotta let us no. pass through? No. I, I, doubt that. That. I mean, some some probably do, but I think okay. in this case we're talking about an independent contractor type, gotcha. type deal. Independent gang. Yeah, go ahead and roll a history check. Me or Hercure? Jack. Oh, Jack, okay. They may uh, pay off the police. Well, I, I got that's... a 20. He remembers everything yeah. from that. Yeah, that <laughs> you remember everything from your high school goblin class. <laughs> Goblinology. Go- gobla- goblinology. <laughs> it was an elective. <laughs> Out here Goblopology. in West Ovaria and also occasionally in East Ovaria, these goblin gangs tend to run pretty independently of each other. Mm. They usually control their own territory, and out here the police are so 
few and far between that there's there's no relationship between the two other than occasional arrests. Mm-hmm. As long as the goblins don't do anything too egregious, the police will leave them alone. Yeah, just harassing the locals mm-hmm. is like perfectly fine. I mean, that's what the cops do too. Yeah, so you know, there's... usually the conflict is who's getting to harass more people. <laughs> it's a race, a race to the bottom. So we could pay them off too, right? Just pay the toll. I mean, but yeah, that's not ideal, but that's an option. Depending on what they're, they're they want for the toll, because yeah, we just spend a lot of our money. Yeah. Do we have any magic to like draw them away or something, or trick them into abandoning their posts? Uh that is a good question. I don't. Not really. I can no, entangle them. I can kill them. <laughs> <laughs> Do half orcs look like goblins? No, I'm not half <laughs> goblin. You have makeup. Orcs are, orcs are bigger, stronger. Oh, okay. I mean, they're faster. Orcs are generally the big, strong. Okay, okay. Muscly kind, and goblins are smaller and more cunning and evil. Yeah. How Joey wants to play, of course, could be slightly different. Is there is there anybody else wandering around us also thinking about going through the same route, or is it just us in the fog? Do a perception check. 16. Yeah, you take a look around. There's actually nobody trying to get in. Oh, not good. You take another look, and there seems to be a commotion hmm. throughout the neighborhood. The guards outside appear to be a little bit more wary than usual. Hmm. Behind them, you can see more goblins somewhat oh. frantically running around. What's the commotion, then? Why are they all running around? We're on the wrong side of the gate to find that out. Oh, yeah, okay. Should we just go talk to them and see... We could, yeah, we can just see if What we the can. price would be, and if they're like, oh, it's too high, we can... Price of admission. Yeah, okay. That sounds good. I, I'm not good at talking, so I'll just swagger behind you and look intimidating. Or I don't know, do you want me to look intimidating? Always. Okay. I don't think you could help it. <laughs> <laughs> With those muscles? Brawn. All right. Sounds good to me. All right. We'll stealthily emerge from the mist. Peekaboo. <laughs> approach the goblins. Yeah, some, some dude who's like passing by is just like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you come from? <laughs> They run off. And goblins begin snapping their fingers. <laughs> you guys head towards the gate? Yeah. Yeah. The three of you head over towards the gate. The goblins guarding it perk up as you approach. One of them raises a hand, essentially telling you to stop. I stop. We stop. Yeah, me too. Hey there, big guys. No one in or out today. What's going on? Got, we got some trouble, though figuring it out, but gate's closed for today. Could you use some help? We have some skills, depending on the kind of trouble, of course. Go ahead and do a persuasion check. Oh, yeah, I'm really yeah. good at these. No, I'm not. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. 15. Oh, yeah. That's good. It's not bad. I guess I could. Well, who are you guys? <laughs> Passing through. We just want to get to the other side of the neighborhood. And if we go around, it'll take a long time. You do odd jobs, work here and there for people in the area. Do you have any rodents of unusual size that need to be killed? No, we hired an exterminator for that. <laughs> I guess I could take you to go see the Godfather. Sure. Yeah. You'd be honored. Come on in then. He waves the other two goblins aside, and he waves you, the three of you, on through. He Okay. He leads you into one of the adjacent apartment buildings and then up a set of stairs. A couple of flights up, you head into where normally there would be a hallway. Instead, though, there is a barricade with a small goblin-sized door. How, how small is the door compared to us? Just for... Yeah, so goblins are small creatures. Oh, if only we were halflings. Yeah, so... So we'd have to, like, yeah. crawl through on hands and knees? You guys could <laughs> crawl through, but it would be... But, yeah, it would be a little bit awkward. Awkward. 
Jack can just kick it, kick, kick it over now. Yeah, I'll just Jack would break get down stuck. the wall, right? I mean, with our powers, we can probably all destroy this thing. But <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll wait. The goblin that let you through, he has a purple tracksuit. All right, that's cool. Does it say like JYMO or what was the clothing? <laughs> yeah, it's, big, it's the J- JYMO exercise brand. <laughs> yes. It makes exercise extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> As it should be. <laughs> What's your name, friend? My name's Gabo. Nice to meet you, Gabo. I'm Niklaus. Would you guys mind waiting here for a second? Sure. No problem. Yep. He opens the goblin-sized door and goes in. Have you guys ever met a gobfather? No. I think this is going to be a first in a lot of ways. Yeah, I'm a little nervous. It'll be I've fine. Heard, I've heard some stories about goblins. Let's take some deep breaths. Rook <sighs> here is not <laughs> intimidated by goblins. The class is just wondering how long this is going to take and if it's going to take us too long to reach Audrey. Is it possible for us to sneak away? I mean, we were just left alone, but yeah. we're in the middle of goblin-controlled territory. So probably not. There would be guards on the other side. Yeah. Presumably. Yeah. Well, okay. The area that you're in next to this goblin barricade, there are two doors on each side. Basically, the barricade is blocking the hallway that would continue through. Mm -hmm. For the godfather suite? Yeah. With the hallway heading in the direction of where you need to go. So basically, there's two apartments pretty close by. But the goblin went into one of them, right? No, he went through the barricade, the door in the barricade. Oh, yeah, so he he just went up the, uh, the hallway. Could it hurt to take a look in one of the doors, maybe? Or should we be kind and behave and wait for a goblin to come back? I think we're trying to get through this as fast as possible and not create trouble we don't have to. Sure. We'll we'll play it straight for now. (laughs) All right, all right. A couple of minutes pass. Can we hear anything on the other side of the the barricade? Do a perception check. 22. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the same commotion that you saw outside is also going on in here. You can hear goblins running up and down the hallway. You can hear some furniture being upturned. They appear to be searching for something. I see. Sounds like they're looking for something. Hmm. I knock on the door. From inside, Gabo says, sorry, a couple more minutes. We're sort of busy here. Anything we can do to help? Or or if you're too busy, we can come back another time if you want to let us out the other side. Well, now that I brought you in, I, I might get in trouble, so just hold on there. Okay. Gobble comes back and he says, like, all right, come on, come on through the door. The, the little door? Yeah, the little door. Jack, you first. All right. So Jack gets on knees and uh, starts crawling and is kind of, like, really weirded out, but he does it anyways. Yeah, you make it on through. It's a tight fit, though. All right. Okay. I will go through. Yeah, you you also pop on through. Just hold on. I just want to make sure Jack yeah. fit. <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> Jack gets stuck. Well, that didn't work. See ya. <laughs> Bye, Jack. <laughs> Once the three of you make it through, Gabo says to the three of you, all right, so I, I need to take your weapons if you have any. Jack looks around and sees, uh, is there like, does he have like a metal detector or anything that could detect a uh, M-pistol? You get the feeling that he's probably going to touch you all over. Okay. All right. So Jack pulls out his M-pistol, takes off both uh, both of his short swords and hands them over to uh, to Cabo. Yeah, he takes them. I have this baton. Do you want that? I can't really do very much with it. I kind of use it like a walking stick. Yeah, you know, it's just precautions. Okay. Here, here you go. Uh, he takes it. That's all I have. I hand over my scimitar. So we're still in, like, the hallway, right? Yeah. He, like, now it's just on the yeah. other side of the uh, barricade? Yep. Okay, okay. 
What does it look like? It looks like a goblin den. Okay, that's about what I expected. Yeah, it's about as organized as one would expect. Some of the rooms do appear to be fancier, and there's an attempt to have put down some some fancy-looking rug in the hallway. <laughs> Throughout the hallway, you see these goblins that you heard earlier here. They seem to be running around frantically looking for something. Gabo says, Alright, one last thing. He pulls out a piece of magitech and he casts it on you guys. Uh-oh. Do I recognize what it is? Do an arcana check. Arcana. Are we gonna get robbed? I mean... So it's 8 plus 5 is 13. Mm-hmm. You take a look at what Gabo is casting on the three of you and it is a detect magic. He takes a look at you guys, and he says, Well, this is weird. What's up? He eyes you sort of suspiciously. Well, the, the detect magic is lighting up on, like, on your entire person. Jack is like, Oh, oh, maybe it's because I didn't give you my Magitech and Magitite. Oh. Here. Yeah, I have, I have mine, but this is just to cure wounds. I can't hurt anybody with it. Can I keep that? Roy, do a persuasion check. It's going to be a 10. Gobble says, No, I got to take all of it. Even the cure wounds? What if what if someone is injured and I need to save them? I, I won't be able to. Yeah, but what if you replace the label? I mean, can you do that? I turned to my other. I didn't think you. I think it's like built into the thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's I'm pretty sure it's built in. I mean, you can take a close look at it. You can try here, here, here. I, I, I push it towards him. Here, look at it. You can't. I can't counterfeit that. He looks at it. No, sorry. I gotta. I gotta take it all. You know, just in case you drew over it in Sharpie. <laughs> All right. Well, well, if someone has a medical emergency inside, it's on your hands. Okay. Well, I'm going to be like pretty close by, so I think it'll be fine. Right. And then so Jack hands over his Levitate Magitech, his level one Magitite, and he uh, also asks Gabos, Hey, so you seem pretty good at your job. How long have you been uh, with this uh, godfather? Well, I've been here for all my life. So y'all, you guys are a tight crew? Yeah, the Godfather took care of my father, and he, he takes care of me, too. Is this Godfather, I mean, I'm not really from around here, but is he is he a big deal around these parts? I mean, I think okay. so. Wait, yeah, he is. I figured, I figured. You guys He's have a really tight ship here. Yeah, you're doing a great job, by the way. Great, thanks. Wow, you guys are really <laughs> nice. Oh, so we were going inside, right? Oh, right. Gobble knocks on the door and then enters the room. Okay. Are we meant to follow? Yeah, he waves you guys in. Okay. I, I wiped the sweat off my brow. I was like, oh good, he didn't ask any more questions about the whole magic thing. <laughs> the three of you head inside. Sitting behind sitting behind a large Coco Bolo desk is an ancient-looking goblin. He's wearing a pinstripe suit, and he has a cane nearby. His mustache <laughs> is fabulous. Uh, what's a Coco Bolo desk? It's just a kind of wood. Nice wood. Yeah, it's the only kind of wood that I know. And and the desk is like goblin height. He's not like sitting on like a human height table. He's sitting on a bunch of phone books. <laughs> yeah, uh, but actually though, the uh, the chair that he's seated in is a booster. Elevated <laughs> with. Um, Jack's not laughing. Willie is laughing. I'm not. I'm laughing, but Jack is not laughing. <laughs> He's sitting in also a nice Cocobolo right. chair, but on top of the Cocobolo chair is like another goblin-sized Cocobolo <laughs> chair. <laughs> Sweet. As the three of you enter, Gabo turns to you guys and he says, a, An offering is traditionally offered to speak to the godfather. He looks at you expectantly. What sort of offerings are traditional? Just a physical offering, something that's of mild importance to you. 
something that shows that you come in good faith. No, I definitely don't have anything like that. Uh, I gave uh, you everything I have. All I have <laughs> is a business card. Yeah, I don't. I don't have. We don't. I don't have things. Or do you want me to give him something from this pile? Oh, so you still have the stuff we gave you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, you can have the uh, levitate magitech. I can put put that as offering. Show that we come in peace. He looks expectantly at the other oh, two. Come on. Oh, that's we kind of we kind of like share our stuff. He well, can have my scimitar. All for one it's and fine. one for all. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I, I, rum- I rummage through the backpack. Do I have anything else in here? Is there any food or anything? Jack whispers. I thought I had something else. Uh, oh, I have this. I have this. This. This dagger and red spray paint. So I, I take the dagger out and I'm like, I notice your symbol outside. Spray <laughs> 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 full of paint. Here, an offering a red for the red knife clan. Gabo takes it up and he he puts it on the desk of the Godfather. The Godfather looks displeased. He says, Gabo, how dare you bring some strangers into our midst as we face our greatest crisis and then not check these strangers for all of their weapons. He looks at the dagger. It wasn't a weapon. It was an heirloom. He didn't say anything about priceless heirlooms. Ceremonial. Yeah, it's ceremonial. (laughs) All right, do a deception check. Okay. Uh, Okay. Uh, 12 plus 6 is 18. Damn, you get plus 6 for deception? Damn. Wow. The Godfather says, hmm. All right, Dalo, who have you brought here today? He looks at the three of you. Well, my name is Niklaus. This is my friend Jack and my other friend Herc here. And we're here to pass through your lovely territory. Uh, but we were told that uh, there was a situation that you were in the middle of. Um, and we offered our assistance in this your time of need and all we asked for was safe passage through once we've completed whatever task you may set for us what makes you believe that you can succeed at the task that i set before you boundless optimism is that it (laughs) and you have nothing to lose if we fail jack here is very strong yes sir i am jack flex flex jack I Jack so Jack kind of flexes like Arnold Schwarzenegger like in uh like a bodybuilding con- contest and and he says <laughs> sir I'm very strong whatever task requires any strength I am able to complete it I see capabilities are one thing but what of trust well I don't talk much so whatever we do stays with me if you don't want to trust us, you can always just let us through, and we'll pass through and no longer trouble you. Won't say anything. I see. I believe a demonstration is in order. In this apartment, there is a room. A room that we cannot enter. It is the dumpster room. Normally, that would be where we would dispose of our trash. But now, all who enter do not leave. If you take on this assignment and succeed, I will acknowledge your strength and your trustworthiness, and I will assign you an even greater task with great reward. To the dumpster room, then. So do we just need to go inside and, and then return? I need you to get rid of whatever is killing things in that room. It's a really big mushroom. Just a really big mushroom. It's just a gigantic okay, mushroom. We could do that. Can we get our, our weapons back for that? That would really help. Yes, of course. Once you're outside of the hallway, understandable understandable the class does a bow 
Uh, I'm guessing Gobbo will show us the way. Yes, Gobbo waves for you guys to leave the room. Yeah, we go, we go. Mm-hmm. As the three of you head outside, you see two goblins. One is wearing a fedora, and the other has a scar over his left eye. They head in immediately as the three of you leave the room. From outside, you can hear the faint conversation between these two goblins and the Godfather. One of them says, Godfather, we found the location of Gobzu. It appears he's been arrested and taken to the local police substation. Apparently he ran into the road and got run over by a police car. Damn. The Godfather mumbles something that you guys can't really hear. The two goblins inside, they go, Yes, sir! And then run out of the room, and they start gathering goblins. Meanwhile, Gobbo takes the three of you guys and heads through the goblin barricade again. Oh boy. That's Gobbo. Where are all those goblins going in such a hurry? Oh yeah, that's Gobtick and Gob... Gob... Gobstopper. <laughs> Gobstopper. They're in charge of our raiders. I don't know why I'm telling you all this information. I guess we found Gobzu. Sounds important. Do you need help with that? Well, yeah, that, that's the thing. Uh... That we sort of need help with. Well, I'll, I, I, you know. So we do this thing and then we can help with the other thing. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. Gobbo takes you down the stairs, down to the first floor, and then even deeper into the basement. Into the goblin's den. <laughs> At the base of the basement, he hands the three of you your weapons and Magitek back. Just, just head on down. It's the fifth door on the left. I'm gonna stay here. Fifth door on the left. How many goblins have gone in there? Like five. Yeah, it took us a while to figure out. We're not very organized in terms of trash disposal. Did anyone hear any noises, or is there anything strange, or anything you can tell us about what's in there? After the fifth guy went down and did come back, we didn't really want to send any more people. Okay. So, no, sorry. Well, stay there in the hallway, and if you hear us scream for help, you come come run and save us, alright? Maybe. No promises. <laughs> I walk towards the, the fifth door on the left. So there are other doors too, right? Yeah, there are other doors. Jackass, so what are these other doors, Gabo? These are just basement rooms, so it's a lot of mechanical stuff. You know, the trash room, the laundry room. Mm. Alright, fifth door on the left. Let's go. Hercules takes off down the hall. <laughs> yep. It's that excitement for the potential mushrooms. <laughs> How bad could it possibly be? It's going to be an Otyug. The three of you head down the hallway. The basement is not lit at all. You can tell that... Fortunately, I have night vision. <laughs> or dark vision. You're able to, just from the state of the basement, you can tell that the goblins refuse to go down here. The fact that Gabo even made it down the stairs is pretty shocking. Okay. Good for you, Gabo. Brave Sir Gabo. Some, such an unnecessarily named NPC. Anyways... <laughs> I guess he's important now. The three of you head towards the fifth door on the left. Is the door open? Is it? Is it closed? Is it? It's closed. Is there goblin corpses lying around? Do a perception check. Twelve. There are no goblin corpses, but you take a look at the base of the door where there's like a word for it, where like the space, it's like the space in between the door and the floor. Right. Yeah. I know what you're talking about if I don't know the correct terminology. Yeah, it's caked in dry blood. Mm. Whoa. Niklaus looks back. Does Gabo see us? No, he, he like, GTFO, okay. like, immediately. I touch the door frame, and I 
want it to be brighter in here. And so I cast light on the door frame. So now the door frame. Ah, my eyes! <laughs> lit up uh, for bright light and a 20 foot radius and dim light for an additional 20 feet. Yeah, the door the door lights up. And I'm assuming since the door frame goes inside the room, inside the room will also be bright. So I'm listening to see if there's any sounds. Go ahead and do a perception check. 12. Niklaus, you cast light on the door, illuminating the hallway. You guys didn't open the door yet, right? Not yet. Nope. Correct. Mm-hmm. Niklaus, you put your ear up against the, the door to listen, and you hear nothing. It's absolutely silent. Guys, I don't hear anything. All right. Jack tries to, like, kind of gets on the bottom and, like, kind of takes out a sword and tries to use it as a mirror to see underneath the door. <laughs> Does that work? You can try. Okay. Go ahead and roll a another perception check. Twelve. You try to reflect the light off the door and then off your sword <laughs> underneath the crack. <laughs> <laughs> the crack itself isn't that big, and you can see that there's something very close to the door. Not not blocking it. It looks like a trash bag. <laughs> huh. Well, shall we go in? Might as well. Let's do it. What do you guys do? Open the door. Yep. You open the door, and the light, still some a pretty decent amount of light, shining into the room, and you can see that there's just piles of trash. This is an interesting garbage garbage method. I yep. take a step in. How far does your dark vision go? 60 feet. That's convenient, because the room is about 30 feet by 60 feet. So is it 60 feet long, 30 feet wide? Yeah, long. Gotcha. Yep. At the other end of the room, you see that there are three dumpsters. And in the northeast corner of the room, there's a set of double doors. Where's the three dumpsters? Uh, Along the back? Yeah, along the back. And in front of the dumpsters are just these bags of trash that have been unceremoniously tossed into here. (laughs) I suspect the dumpsters are supposed to go out the back, but people haven't been doing that. Just throwing trash in here. So it's like the whole 60 feet, just trash all the way. Pretty much. Yeah. It makes it difficult terrain. <laughs> Doesn't it, though? <laughs> Does it look like the dumpsters are open? Or no, they're closed. They're closed. Yep. Uh, I walk further into the room. Is there just the one entrance on this side? Yeah, it's just the this this entrance. So I, I work further in. I walk further in on the left side, half the room. And as I walk, every, like, ten feet, I touch a piece of garbage and I cast light on it as I walk by. Mm-hmm. I walk, like, thirty feet. Jack is just following Nikolaus because he can't see a thing. Hercule will stay with Nikolaus, but in the middle of the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the three of you head into the middle of the room, and nothing happens. All you can hear is the sound of crunching as you step onto these trash bags. Suddenly, Nikolaus, you look down, and there's a goblin skeleton here. I stop walking. I'm like, guys, it's a goblin, dead goblin here. Rest well, in peace. I guess we know what happened to them then. Does, how how. How dead? How long dead? I ask Kirk here, very eloquently. <laughs> I take a look. Do an investigate check. Natural twenty. Definitely not going to want that for something else. You head over to where Niklaus and Jack are, and you investigate this goblin body. Do you do anything specific other than just looking at it? I mean, I'm going to start with looking at it, and then if mm-hmm. I'm, I might turn it over. And see if I can find what killed it as well. Yeah. Or evidence of what killed it. The body is heavily decayed. It's Once you take a closer look at it, it's actually half a goblin body. The bottom half. You found the bottom half of a goblin. Does it look like it was chomped off? 
or like cut yes. cleanly. Okay. Yeah. It looks like the top was eaten. It's been dead for a while. Ooh, spore. <laughs> yeah, there's like a mushroom <laughs> popping out of it. And into fungus and other stuff too. <laughs> Not just mushroom. All kinds of lichens, mosses. Stuff that's probably really enjoying this environment. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of mushrooms in here. <laughs> so something bit this goblin in half. That's what it looks like. Nikos slowly looks up at the ceiling. Is there anything there? Do perception check. That's a nat one. You look at your toes. Nothing <laughs> on the ceiling. Yeah, you take a look at the ceiling and you're just absolutely appalled by how dirty it is. These goblins really need to learn how to clean. Well, should we that would um, be a first. check out the dumpsters? That seems to be a good place to start. Jack pulls out his M pistol and continues walking. What are the dumpsters made out of? The dumpsters are pretty normal looking dumpsters. They're made out of metal with the plastic lid. Okay. Magic plastic. <laughs> Fantasy plastic. Magic. <laughs> Mastic. Mastic. What do you guys do? Nikon starts walking towards the, the dumpsters, still doing his little leaving breadcrumbs of things lit on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any cans or something I can pick up? There's some heavier trash I could pick up to throw at the dumpsters. Yeah, there's there's a lot of miscellany junk in here. Okay. Because I want to grab some and, I don't know, from like 15, 20 feet away, throw them at the dumpsters, pending, assuming nothing happens as I'm approaching. Mm -hmm. Which dumpster do you throw it at? I'm going to start on the left and go to the right. Yeah, you pick up some... First you pick up an empty bottle of whiskey, and then you chuck it at the first dumpster. It smashes into it, glass shatters everywhere. I wait a tick. If nothing happens, then I'll throw something at the next dumpster. Alright, what do you throw at it? Something relatively heavy, like empty can with some stuff in it or whatever. Something I can, something I can get some force behind. Mm -hmm. So then I'll throw it at the middle. The middle dumpster. Yeah, you pick up... What do you pick up? What's something weird that goblins would trash? <laughs> I need something metal like a, to hit. Like a little, like a little one-foot statue replica of one of the, the <laughs> corporation CEOs, like dragon, <laughs> dragon thing with like the tail broken off. Here, <laughs> you reach down and you grab an amiibo of one of the dragon okay. executives. Uh huh. Its tail is broken off, and then you just chuck it at the second dumpster. <laughs> anything the amiibo smashes into the dumpster and its head breaks off and then it lands on the ground okay way to take if there's no nothing emerging from the dumpster i'll find something else to throw at the third dumpster the far right dumpster yeah you reach down into the trash and you pull out a spatula close enough the spatula is like all like gnarly because it's like plastic and they use it too much yeah <laughs> it's definitely melted yeah. in some parts <laughs> and then you chuck it at the third dumpster yep. come on dumpster as you chuck it at the dumpster, something weird happens. The spatula sticks. What? To the dumpster. Was the spatula of such a degree of sickiness that this makes sense, or is it just super weird? That's pretty weird. Okay, that seems weird. Well, mm, did it, like, make a sound or something? Do a perception check. 22. You didn't really hear anything. You just heard this sort of sticky sound. Hmm. As the spatula hit the dumpster. I'm going to throw something organic at the dumpster. I'm sure there's plenty of just organic material rotting around do go here. Do goblins eat vegetables? I don't know. I've not done an in-depth study on traditional goblin yeah. fare. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I they I mean, do. here they're probably eating the same soy crap the rest of us are. Yeah, the same the same curate food and water yeah. crap from yeah. JYMO. 
All right, go ahead and do a perception check to see if you can find any any organic material. Actually, mm, hold hold that thought. Okay. Anyone else can do something Jack, too if they would like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jack and Nicholas, do you guys want to do anything? No, I'm gonna wait. I think uh, Jack Jack is like, yeah, I like uh, like that you're throwing stuff, but uh, <laughs> this thing, whatever. If there's something in there, maybe it's smart. So let's see if we can get it out first. But it might be, uh, you know, biding its time. So we might have to check again. But it's kind of weird that thing stuck though, right? Yes, that's why I'm... Yeah. Uh, it's unusual. Uh, whatever you throw next, uh, well, let me cast a light on it before you throw it. Okay. All right. I find... Yeah. Here, could go ahead and roll that perception check. Nine. You rummage through the trash for a couple of seconds, trying to find something organic. Most of it is decayed beyond... Cohesion? And then you have a second, and you're, you think about it, and then you're like... Oh yeah, there was like this uh this this half of a goblin. Oh yeah. <laughs> Throw this half of a goblin yeah. at him. There's still some weight to it, so go in and roll a strength check. Uh strength check. Guess we can do athletics here. It's, go and roll an it athletics doesn't, check. It doesn't matter. I have no bonus to either. <laughs> but I rolled an like eighteen, a, so that's track good. and field event. Hammer toss or something. <laughs> yeah. I rolled an eighteen. Yeah. You reach down and you pick up this half half goblin you do the like the shot put spin (laughs) and then you just chuck it straight at that last dumpster so i threw a glowing lower torso lower half of the goblin corpse (laughs) at this uh yeah it's like a giant macabre glow stick (laughs) gonna go home and write a death metal song about this and as it flies towards the dumpster the dumpster eats it what Hmm. You hear the terrible gnashing of teeth and bones crunching, and possibly a burp. Does Niklaus know what this creature is, now that he's seen it eat eat something? Do a survival check. Survival. Okay. That's gonna be a seven. Yeah, having lived in the slightly nicer parts of the city, you don't have a very good knowledge of the flora and fauna of the outskirts. If anything, you've heard this as a nighttime story that parents tell their children. Like, if you don't go to bed, your dresser is going to eat you. <laughs> oh, God. Jeez. Well, guys, I think that's uh, our culprit right there. Yep. Shall we start wailing at it? I say we definitely do. Do you guys think it's the dumpster itself or something inside the dumpster? The creature is the dumpster. The creature is a dumpster. Okay. That is my guess. Can we? How big is how big is it? Just like normal. It's a yeah. It's like a five foot dumpster. Five foot dumpster. Okay. Wait. And so, uh, when when Hercule chucked the goblin carcass, did it like did it like move to like go eat it, or like did it just kind of did something come out of it and grab it and pull it back in? Like how did that work? How about we just say that Hercule threw it so well that yeah. the lid opened for the carcass to fly inside and it just closed yeah so jack wonders well there are these other dumpsters could we like push it out of the room using the other dumpsters and staying away from it they have the dumpsters have wheels or no sorry we're, we're just gonna kill it like okay. i think you're thinking about this too much i don't know <laughs> i mean if we had it. if we had a pet man-eating dumpster okay, now that you say that like, <laughs> you're like, starting to to make put, sense. There's definitely no way that could go wrong. <laughs> Alright. Well, let's start shooting at it then. Yeah, I'm okay with that. 
You sure you don't want a pet mimic? Well, I'm guessing like it can shift. It, it'll change shape, right? So then maybe it'll just change into something else and escape its leash. <laughs> yeah, it can change. Yes. Possibly, it will. <laughs> I feel like that probably will. Happen. It will suddenly be our refrigerator, <laughs> and then someone will get eaten, and it'll be a whole thing. The insurance what if we just teach really it the value like of human life. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and roll for initiative then. Okay. Sixteen. Fifteen. Ten. You pick up this half-eaten goblin corpse off the ground. It's pretty nasty. You do the shot put spin, (laughs) and then you chuck it directly into the dumpster, which eats it. And then the three of you are like, oh shit, (laughs) and then pull out your weapons. Sounds right. Hirkir, we'll start with you. All right. Uh, He casts the spell. A small shard of ice appears floating in front of him, and he flings it at the creature. I make a ranged spell attack, so... 16. That hits. Alright, he takes 1d10 piercing damage. Okay, he takes 5 points of piercing damage. The shard then explodes. He must make a dexterity save or take 2d6 cool damage. He rolls a 3. That I don't think is that is going to succeed, so 2d6 cool damage. I'm just throwing my dice all over the place here. <laughs> Four points of damage, so a total of nine. Wow. Yeah, here, here, you do your same ice knife skill, throwing it right at it. It stabs into the side of what is supposed to be metal, but is not. <laughs> oh, nice. And then the knife explodes. As little shards of ice blast into the dumpster, the three of you hear a shrill shrieking noise. And as you look back at it, you see rows of sharp teeth glinting at you from where the lid meets the rest of the dumpster. Jack, it's your turn. Alright, so I'm going to roll for for my hit. Attack. So 10 plus 2 plus 2 plus 2 is 16. Yep, that hits. Alright, and then on the side it says 1d10 fire damage. So... Yeah. So uh, nine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you do anything else? I, I think I'm, I'm. Jack feels pretty safe because he's out of range and he's not not gonna be eaten. He thinks. <laughs> you thought that when we fought the gelatinous two cube too. I bet. <laughs> okay, Jack. A little pew pew thing of fire shoots out from your gun and it hits the dumpster. Continues to screech in frustration over its failure to eat you. Nicholas, it's your turn. Is it flammable? Uh... Uh, it's not wearing clothes. Oh. Oh, it's naked? <laughs> I just want it to catch fire and burn. <laughs> so, we might get a chance for that. So, uh, <laughs> how far away am I from it? I think you guys are all about 30 feet away, right? Okay. That's where we ended movement before yeah. I you will, started chucking things. I will use my bonus action to cast Hex. So, it will be disadvantaged on strength checks. And then I will use my action to cast Chaos Bolt at first level. And so I will do a ranged spell attack. Ooh, that's a 8 to hit. (laughs) An 8 does not hit. 8 does not hit. So I attempt to conjure that uh, sphere of chaotic energy, and I am about to do the very dramatic, like, movement to shoot it out and uh, i adjust my stance slip slightly on a banana peel and it shoots off <laughs> like 
into the corner of the room instead. <laughs> and I'm like, shit. I'll try it again in a little bit. And then I start moving 30 feet away from the, <laughs> from the monster. Staying in my, my lit path of uh, lit up trash so I can see where I'm going. Mm -hmm. So I think I said it was difficult terrain. Yeah. So I will, I will move 15 feet. No, I have to decide if it applies to the mimic. Oh, that thing can move? <laughs> the mimic suddenly shudders alive, having been blasted uh -oh. by Jack and here here. It's going to try and roll towards you guys. Just turned into a big disco ball. <laughs> well, the dumpster has wheels. Uh, okay. Oh, the dumpster does have wheels. Okay. All right. We'll say he rolls 15 feet. <laughs> with his first movement, and it starts rolling into the trash heap, like Katamaric Damacy. And it's going to roll an extra... I'm just going to round up for the sake of simplicity. So he's going to roll 25 feet up to Hirkir and Jack. Uh-oh. And then that's it for its turn. As it rolls towards the three of you, it's also picking up the trash. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's uh, within five feet of us now? It's within 10 feet of you guys. 10 feet, okay. Yeah. And its AC actually slightly increases from picking up all the trash on top of it. Oh, no. <laughs> all right, it's back to here, here. Okay. I am going to cast Chill Touch. 14. That hits. Woo! It takes seven points of necrotic damage. Oh, yeah. And then I shall move back 15 feet. Here, here, you extend a ghostly hand toward the mimic. And a part that previously looked like metal now looks like fleshy parts. Check. So he's 10 feet, so I don't I don't get any disadvantage from using a ranged weapon, right? Nope. That's correct. So I'm going to take aim again and uh, pull the trigger. And that means I roll for my hit. It is 6 plus 6, so 12. That hits. That hits. Take that. Actually, wait. No, no, that's wrong. It doesn't hit. Does not hit. So you try to line up a shot, and you actually do hit where the mimic dumpster is located. But you actually hit one of the trash bags that it's picked up, <laughs> and, it, and it lights on fire. It's like one of those like uh, RPG gates or something, like the the skirt on like a APC. <laughs> yeah, you, you, it, it takes the hit from the RPG. Yeah. Um, okay, so then um, I'm kind of like in the middle of the room right now. Yep. All right. You know, screw what I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Now nah, I'll, I'll save this for later. Okay, so I'm in the middle of the room. It's ten feet away. Can I maneuver? How far can I maneuver away from it? I guess I, I, in the direction opposite from Hercule. I don't want to take. I want to make the thing choose. You can move fifteen feet. Okay, so I'll move. So Hercule moved to the right and back, or just straight back. I just moved straight back. Straight back. And then Niklaus is on the left, sort of? Yep. All right. So Hercule, I mean, uh, Jack will move to the right as far as he can go. Mm -hmm. And that's all. Okay, so, yeah, you move 15 feet to the right. And I'm assuming the Mimic is just right in front of you. Okay. Niklaus, it's your turn. So Niklaus, now much further away, uh, thankfully, turns and attempts to shoot a blue-white beam of frost at the now rolling trash <laughs> So that's 17 to hit. 17 hits. 17 hits. So he's going to do 1d8 cold damage and 1d6 necrotic. So that's 6 total damage, and its speed is reduced by 10 feet. Ha <laughs> ha All right. The Mimic is going to try and chase after 
Jack. <laughs> it rolls on top of some more trash bags, picking them up, but it only moves five feet towards you, Jack. All right. Oh no. So it's still 10 feet away, right? So out of uh, melee range? Yeah, and it's going to roll another five feet. Oh, how come? It's just going to dash. Oh, oh okay, okay. I'm getting uh, but... Austin Powers, like, steamroller <laughs> vibes. <laughs> Somehow we've had two of these monsters in a row. <laughs> yeah, so having been slightly frosted by Nick Klaus, the mimic continues to roll towards you, Jack. It's going to dash but it still can't quite reach you. You're still 10 feet away. Jack, as you look back though, you do see that the jaw of the Mimic is constantly just chomping and chomping. It's basically like the chain chomp from Mario. <laughs> uh, all right, here, here. Okay. Where is it now in relation to me? How far? I'll say about 15, 20 feet. Okay. It's rolling towards Jack. Yeah. But it does pick up some more trash bags. It's going to become, like, impenetrable eventually. All right, I'm just going to chill touch it again. Or try to. Nope, that's a 12. Yeah, you extend this ghostly hand towards the Mimic to give it a chill touch. Instead, however, you... I caress a garbage bag on the side. Yeah, you caress a garbage bag. (laughs) The garbage bag is like, oh-ho! And I'm going to take a five-foot step back. Okay, all right, Jack. All right, I'm I'm going to try to blast it again. So here we go. Here we All go. right, 25. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> okay, about time. All right, roll for damage. Six damage. And then uh, Jack is uh, Jack is feeling pretty good about that. <laughs> He's feeling good, so he, he does action, action surge to take one additional action on the turn. And mm-hmm. uh, is going to take another, line up his sights and take another shot. So he rolls another 25. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you hit... All right, and then does seven damage. Mm-hmm. And then I'm down two more shots. I only have, and so then Jack calls out, hey guys, I only have one shot left. And then uh, he tries to move, uh, I guess now he's to the right, tries to move up, like away from Hercure, but still up. And he's sort of moving up towards those double doors. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you move up 15 feet? Yeah, however, yeah. All right, Jack, you raise your pistol to eye level and you let loose two shots in quick succession, hitting it in its dumpster face. The burn parts also start to look more and more less metallic and more fleshy. Okay, Niklaus. Niklaus will once again attempt to slow the creature by blasting him with a ray of frost. That'll be a... 18 to hit. That hits. Alright, time to do some cold damage and necrotic. Those are two ones. So instead of doing that, uh, Niklaus will use his new feature to empower, to, what is it called? Yeah, empower the spell. So it, the spell as he casts it seems weaker than normal. So he expends a sorcery point to re-roll both of the die. Ooh. Alright, describe it to us real cool like though. So uh, as uh, Niklaus is preparing the Ray of Frost spell, he feels that the, the cold energy is not quite in alignment. And so through uh, a force of will, he forces the spell to, into cohesion, and <laughs> which allows the, the full force of the cold to strike through. And so I'm re-rolling. 
for eight total damage. Just as the mimic dumpster Katamari Damacy ball is about to gain momentum again, Nick Klaus, you shoot a ray of frost at it, and right where it meets the floor, it starts to freeze a little bit. And all it can do is clunk ten feet towards you, Jack. <laughs> it wants just... to give you a hug. <laughs> that's all. That's all we're gonna do, right? Yeah. <laughs> Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> all right, here, here. Okay. He's going to cast ice knife again and hurl, hopefully. A range spell attack. Nope, that's a 10. He misses. But hit or miss, he does have to make dexterity save or take 2d6 cool damage. Alright, Huker, you conjure another ice knife and you chuck it at the dumpster. It pierces straight into one of the garbage bags that it's picked up. <laughs> and the dumpster rolls a 6. That is not sufficient. The ice knife explodes, doing seven points of damage. All right. Go ahead and describe the dumpster's untimely death. (laughs) A broken clock somewhere ticks over, and you hear a cuckoo sound as the ice knife explodes, ripping a giant hole in the side of the dumpster, which begins to lose integrity and collapse on itself in a pile of, I don't know what a dead mimic looks like, but retains its former, if it retains its last shape or what. That's a good question. Anyway, yeah, what, it's a pile of goo now. What happens when yeah. we die, you know? No, this isn't really a philosophical question. This is a... <laughs> when a shape changer dies, does it have a original figure it returns to? Or... Yeah, the mimic turns into this monstrosity with essentially a monster with too many arms and too many legs. <laughs> Maybe that's its whole purpose in life, right? It has too many arms, too many legs, and wants to be something else so it doesn't have so many arms and legs. <laughs> That can be canon. (laughs) Or maybe it was trying to collect more arms and legs. That's why it was killing goblins. Exactly. Trying to increase its collection. (laughs) Exactly. Like Super Shiva. Is Shiva the one with a lot of arms? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. The one thing, though, is its massive jaw remains Mm. intact. Mm. (laughs) Correct. Is there any, like, stuff that falls out of it that we can use? Loot the corpse. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and roll a investigate roll. Six. You poke at the mimic and your hand gets stuck. Oh, no. Your hand is actually right next to that spatula. (laughs) I found a spatula, guys. I don't think we need one right now. (laughs) Is my hand permanently stuck or can I like pull it off? You've you've been defeated by the mimic's last (laughs) trick. Yeah, you're stuck here forever. You just have to lug it around for the rest of the campaign. Do a, do a strength check. 16. How about you describe how you pull your hand off? So Jack tries to pull his hand off. It doesn't really budge at first. And then he like takes his uh, left hand and grabs his right wrist and then kind of braces against uh, the ground, being careful not to touch the mimic with his feet. Really, all, all the veins and muscles are flexing and he pulls. Yeah, you pull so hard that you rip off a piece of its chest. Uh-oh. They're still a little bit stuck to you. As you do, some stuff falls out. <laughs> there is a piece of Magitek on the ground, and and 54 gold just falls out of it, Sweet. making loud coin clinking noises. It was like ding, 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 ding. Jack is like, uh, I don't want to touch. I'm scared to touch any of the other stuff. I'm, I want, if you guys want to 
grab the loot. Okay. Yeah, grab it. Uh, so I guess I add the money to the group account. How much was it? 50-something? 50 54. Okay. Is there anything else somebody wanted to, to grab? You said there was a Magitech. Which one was it? Was it Magitech or was it a Magitech? It was a Magitech. Okay, I will inspect the Magitech bit. Yeah. Here, you reach down and it is a Spare the Dying Magitech. What does that do? You touch a living creature that has zero hit points, the creature becomes stable. Whoa, it's powerful. It's like a defibrillator. <laughs> yes. Oh, it just stabilizes them. It doesn't actually... Yeah, it doesn't shock them conscious, but... But it does mean they don't they have to die. make death saves. Yeah. I guess I'll take that as the team medic. So we gotta we gotta go let them know we took care of it, right? Yep. All right. Let's just head back and bring some proof of this creature and be on our way. Yeah, we should bring the, the giant jaw. Yeah, but if we touch it, it might stick to us. So is there a way we can drag it with like a rope or something? And Jack's still trying to shake off the the bit that stuck to his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Look for like a, a pole or pipe. Yeah. Niklas, you rummage through the trash and eventually you do find a pole slash pipe. Cool. Really rusty. I use that and I try to do like the the shoulder carry with the bundle on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty big though, isn't it? It is pretty big. It's medium sized, okay, so it's, so it's about like a... the size of a human body. Maybe Jack should carry okay. it. He should probably... Here, how how about this? I try to put it in the pole, like through it, and then we'll do like a some at the front, some at the back, <laughs> like a spit, like a pig on a thing. Yeah, spit. spit. So <laughs> then we carry it between the two of us. <laughs> okay, go ahead and roll a survival check. All right. Can I help him with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and help him with it. Do I get an advantage or does he roll too? You get advantage. Okay. The first roll was a ten. Second one landed on its side again. This one is worse, so this is a five. So ten. All right. You try to skewer <laughs> this mimic, which is the size of a human being, <laughs> and you get the angle wrong. The pipe goes through. Ideally, you would have the pipe go through from mouth to butthole. This is a lot more graphic than I intended, but it just pokes out of like the uh, its abdomen. Close enough. So it kind of like drags on the floor as we pull it. Yeah. It's okay. I'm not very strong. Can, 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 I'll pick up can, can you, from the back. Jack, can you can you carry the other half side? I can't. Yeah. It's hard for yeah. me to lift it. I got it. Jack Thanks. wanders over Thanks, and Jack. takes a hold of the pole. Oh, we got to go upstairs with this thing. Can we just get like <laughs> a guy to come down, get Gabo to come down and take a look and that's enough? We can at least get to the stairs because they might not want to walk all the way over here. Yeah, yeah okay, okay. Jack is a lazy bastard. He has been in corporate life too long. <laughs> Huker and Jack, the two of you lift the body of the mimic. As you do, it makes a terrible, terrible squashing noise Ooh. as its body strains against the pole. Oh, better hurry. The two of you hoof it out into uh, the hallway. I, I run ahead to the stairs. And I'm like, help, Gobble, help us, please. Don't make it sound like uh, a crisis. He'll never come down. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see if I want to see if he's a bro or not. He's yeah. not a bro. He's a goblin. <laughs> From above, you hear his voice. He's sort of far away. Oh shit! You guys are alive down there. We're alive for now, but we need your help. Is it safe? Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> All right, go ahead and roll a persuasion roll. Nineteen. You hear some footsteps come down from the stairs, and Gabo appears. I'm nonchalantly leaning against, like, the banister, like, arms crossed. 
<laughs> he comes down and he says, Oh shit, what the hell is that? Some that sort of shape-shifting thing. is a monster, Kaba. And I'm sorry to say, but it, it ate all of the other goblins that were in there. Oh god, well, one of them was my brother. A single tear rolls down his face. They died violent deaths. None of their bodies were desecrated. <laughs> <laughs> they died while throwing away trash. <laughs> That's one way to go. You know, we, we got... Vengeance for your brother today. Justice. You did good, Gabo. You did good. <laughs> he 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 wipes off the tear. Well, the the Godfather will want to talk to you. All right. You can tell your friends they can come down and chop that up. Get some stew going. <laughs> Waste he, not. He what doesn't not. say anything to that. <laughs> Let's go, guys. Let's go. Gabu leads you back up the stairs and then through the goblin barricade and then back into the room with the Godfather. The Godfather says. I hear you took care of the monster in the basement. Did we not carry it up with us? I assume not. It was a lot of stairs. Okay, fine. It is dead. You have proven yourselves. He looks at the three of you. Well, we were happy to be of service. Yes. I will grant you free passage through our neighborhood. We appreciate that. We really needed to get to the uh, police station on the other side. He suddenly looks a little bit more interested once you say that. What is your business? With the police station. They took something that belongs to us. We're gonna go get it back. I see. My goblins are preparing a raid on that police station as we speak. You don't say. Yes. Well, maybe we can do each other another favor. Perhaps. Well, we need to get something out of there. Sounds like you do as well. Am I mistaken? Yes. A goblin of my clan stole something that is very precious to us. We must have it returned. He stole from you, or for you? From us. Oh, so he betrayed the clan. Yes. Well, we were trying to get a friend of ours that was taken, freed. So, uh, since we both seem to want the same thing, why don't we work together? What do you propose? Well, no offense to your goblin, um, <laughs> army. Raiders. What they, raiders. Raiders. What they, uh, have in numbers, we have in, in more concentrated strength. Power. Yeah. So while uh, they are drawing the attention of most of the officers in there, we make our way inside more quiet-like, deal with any police we see, and uh, make sure we get out with what we want. And while we're there, we'll make sure you get what you want. I see inside the police station should be a goblin named Gobzu. If you find him, please get rid of him for me. The object that was taken from us is in a large metal cylinder. He comes over and... He extends his hand. Do I know if he wants me to shake it or to, like, kiss his hand? <laughs> <laughs> he wants me to do the goblin fist bump. <laughs> okay, I'm glad I, I the asked bump. The, the, the proper Just courtesy in, in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> so I do the goblin fist bump of respect. <laughs> yes, you can You can speak to Gobtick over the details. Okay, we will. Is Gobtick your tech guy? <laughs> no, that's Gobtick. <laughs> Gob tick has ticks. We don't like to talk about it. All right, all right. He's sensitive about it, man. What are your, what are your manners? I, I turned to my. Okay, well, I guess we'll go have a talk with Gob tick. Yes, Gobbo will escort you. Uh, as we go, I, I do want to mention Gobbo was very brave. I'll take that into consideration for his annual job review. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay, we fo- we follow him out. The three of you and Gabo head out. He leads you to a waiting room that has a cheaply constructed table 
with a couple of chairs. In the corner of the room is a JYMO vending machine. I'm not going to eat anything in the goblin den, just yep. for safety. Is it the one that takes the voucher? <laughs> is it one of the uh, top 100 restaurants in... <laughs> it is definitely not one of the legendary restaurants, but it looks like it might take one of the vouchers. Uh, Gobbo says, Alright, just to, I'll give you guys a couple of minutes. I need to go get Goptic. Okay, thank you. He leaves. Well, it looks like we're getting a semblance of a plan now. Yep, hopefully they know something of the station surrounding since we'll be going into it blind. I mean, worst case scenario, we just tell them to, to charge the front gate screaming. Yeah, and he wanted us to kill the one, the goblin, if we found him? Gobsu, yeah. I mean, he stole from him. I can understand they're pretty touchy about stuff like that. Mm, but can we use him? Uh, I mean, I don't know. He has a he has something valuable. Yeah. But, uh, and what it is. What if there are other goblins? Like, did, did he say give it a description of gob, gob, whatever? I mean, we can just ask the goblin, hey, are you Gobsu? Yeah, yeah. They're not very bright creatures. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I think that one we have to sort of see what the situation is. Play by ear. But certainly he may present new opportunities. I wonder what he stole. Yeah, I'm curious as well. Because if we just want them to kill him, I'm guessing that thing, Godfather already knows where it is or it can't be used anymore. Well, they definitely want it back. So whatever. Oh, the, the thing that presumably the in, has? in the cop's yeah. custody now because... Oh, okay. He's been detained. It's hard to imagine the goblins went to the cops, so there there may be some some other layers here. What's in the um, vending machine? Yeah, well, while we're talking, I kind of like peruse the contents of the, the vending machine. Mm-hmm. The vending machine has a variety of rather vaguely labeled snacks. <laughs> They're all in that sort of generic Westoveria energy bar. Cookies. Yeah, <laughs> energy bar wrappings. Mimic cheese. There is a. There's a chocolate flavor, a mysterious nut flavor, mysterious meat flavor, <laughs> mysterious fish flavor. Put the, the voucher in. Are these uh, vouchers uh, common? Have we seen them before? Or are they like relics from, from bygone era? Do a history check. Okay. That is a 19. Mm-hmm. The vending machines in West Overia and East Overia are relics. They're not very common here because... There's not a lot of ways to restock them, and people keep breaking into them. So the fact that there's one here means somebody probably had some sort of emotional attachment to this particular vending machine. Okay. Well, I mean, I put one of the vouchers in, and I'm like, guys, what do you feel like? I want I want something sweet. I'm going to take a pass. <laughs> chocolate, the sweetest option. Yep. I choose chocolate. You hear some gears engage, and then the chocolate JYMO snack falls into the uh, the outgoing receptacle. Grab it and kind of break it in half, give half to Jack. Jack is like, ah, uh, thanks for this. I'm probably going to hide it in case we weren't supposed to do that, but I'm going to eat it later. Niklaus will take a, a bite out of it. It only tastes faintly of chocolate. Oh, it's old? Or not particularly well-flavored. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hard to tell. It's got a really short half-life. Yeah. <laughs> Niklaus, as you eat this faintly chocolate snack bar, there's a <laughs> knock on the door. Reminiscent of chocolate. <laughs> and the goblin with a scar over his left eye enters the room.
Hey everyone, this is Joey, your generous dungeon master. I hope y'all enjoyed the episode. If you've been listening along and you want to learn more about the campaign and your hosts, there's plenty of information at adequatelyadvancedmagic.com. Join us next week as Hercure Jack and Niklaus attempt to raid a police station. I'm sure that'll go well. <laughs>